don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through October 15th, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through October 15th, only at BJ's. We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Real customers compensated. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. Prog Watch, music that tells a story, with your friend and host, Big Tony Rousick, a.k.a. Prog Squatch. Welcome back to Prog Watch, my friends. This is Big Tony, the Prog Squatch, your humble host, and I thank you for coming along for the ride once again. Also, special thanks to all my supporters on Patreon.com, my patrons of the progressive arts. If you enjoy the program and it has some value to you, I'd ask you to consider supporting my efforts here at Prog Watch. You can find more at Patreon.com forward slash Anthony Rousick, and that's A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-R-O-W-S-I-C-K or by following the Support the Show link at the top of the homepage of progwatch.com. And that's P-R-O-G-W-A-T-C-H, all one word, dot com. If supporting the show in that manner is not your cuppa, how about sharing my posts on social media? Likes are nice, but shares help spread the word to a larger potential audience. All my social media links are also present at the top of the homepage of progwatch.com. So I'm very excited to tell you that this week I'm starting a special two-part artist interview and feature presentation centered on Irish-born multi-instrumentalist, composer, producer, and vocalist Declan Deck Burke. Deck has quite a resume to his name. He's been a member of Darwin's Radio, Frost, Audioplastic, and Dilemma, and recently released his fourth solo studio album. So I have a lot of great music to draw upon. He and I also had a great conversation recently, so I'll be mixing in some of that chat as well. Buckle your mind, because it's about to get blown. I figure a good starting point is the place where Deck got his first widespread exposure, with the band Darwin's Radio. From their first album, Eyes of the World, I've got a track called Erase, Rewind. And there's three dots in there, did you hear them? Erase, Rewind. After that, we'll dive into the first segment of my interview with Deck Burke.
I guess let me first say that it's a pleasure and an honor to have you on the program. Oh, thank you very much. It's uh, it's really nice to be here chatting with you. Likewise. So, yeah, I, uh, I always like to start by asking artists how they got started in their musical careers. You know, what first interested you in music? Did you come from a musical family? Uh, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Um, my uh, parents uh, played in the... Uh, well, I'm, I'm originally from Ireland, so my, my parents played in the Irish show bands. So they used to play around the country and do, you know, shows and um, dances and all of that stuff. Um, my, my dad was a guitar player. Um, my mum was a singer. And then my mum's family, they were all quite musical. My uncle was a, well, still is a, a, a jazz uh, guitarist. Um my grandfather had a, a great big uh, upright piano in their house. So a big, big Irish family. And when we used to con congregate there, sort of each weekend, we'd uh, pound on the piano, just make a din. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that, that was the beginnings of it. <laughs> so uh, do I understand correctly that you actually started on keyboards and then went to guitar later? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I wasn't any sort of great, shakes on, on keyboards by any means you know I, I knew i figured out chords and i could hear a song on the radio and, and play along with it um, um and my dad at that point had um what was it i think it was a a, a yamaha dx7 or something like that in sort of mid mid late 80s yeah. um I, I, I had one <laughs> yeah yeah, great, great, great keyboard. Um, used to see him on top of the pops all the time, and it was like, "Ooh, we've got one of these. That's great." Yeah, yeah. Um, but then um, it kind of really fell by the wayside as soon as I uh, picked up guitar. Um, I, I mean, I, I still play keyboards today with um, what I'm doing with my music, but to be honest, it's more textural rather than you know, you know, fantastic playing or anything like that. It's just I know what I want to hear in the background by way of soundscapes and, and you know melodies but I, do i sit down and, and play it probably not all of my time's taken up um with guitar mm -hmm. so uh did you have any early influences you know what got you into like progressive type music i understand you were like you were in a rush tribute band right yeah yeah that's that's right well actually that was my first um um sort of foray into into prog music because you know when i was a kid growing up it was um you know my dad um used to play he was really into thin lizzy so yeah all the thin lizzy music in the house um mm -hmm. along with the, you know um, abba all of that stuff late 70s early 80s um so that it was always something playing music wise in the house so there's a lot of different um styles a lot of different um you know music types um, and I can, I think that sort of kicked off what, you know, in essence, what my real love about music is, 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 is melody. So you had all these, you know, great artists, different genres, but the, the melody was what, what used to stick out to me. And that was something that was, um, was the, the thing that got me interested in a good melody. I was, I was interested. So, yeah, it was, um, I guess it would have been, you know, 80s and everything that was going on in the 80s um was was the big influence on me back then um and I, you know i've had this conversation with with a few people over the years but i i kind of felt that 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 era was um 
and maybe it's because I grew up then, but, you know, you had so many groups that were not um, similar to each other. So, you know, you had Nick Kershaw didn't sound like Duran Duran and Soft Cell didn't sound like Aha. And it, it, I, I thought it was a great time for music because it was very individual. You know, well, each of these groups had their own unique sound. Um, and, um, you know, I used, I, used to, I used to play along keyboards-wise to, to, to that music. Um, and the, the touch paper, really, to me, picking up guitar, even though my dad was played guitar, um, <laughs> I've always been somebody that, you know, if I want to do it from myself, I'll do it. You know, if somebody goes, oh, you have to play guitar, then I would, like, totally rebel and go, no way, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Um, so even though my dad had a guitar, I was like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like him. You know, I want to be myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never really picked the guitar up. Um, but I was in a record shop back in uh, in Limerick and in, in, south of Ireland where I'm originally from and um, they had this like a bargain section where um, albums uh, where, where the covers had been damaged so you had the record in the white insert sleeve and they were there for like 50 pence each and mm -hmm. I was just you know, having a look through and one of the ones that was in there was Van Halen and I thought oh I know Jump I'll get, I'll get that 50p that's okay I put it on at home, not realizing it was the first Van Halen album. And it was just, I'd never heard anything like it in my life. I thought, I couldn't believe that this was a guitar. You know, how, how do you get that sound out of a guitar? So I was immediately hooked. And I got a, a really crummy <laughs> Saturday job in, in town um, and just saved and saved and saved and bought, bought my first second-hand guitar. Uh, packet of strings and um, my dad was like, oh, I'll show you how to put the strings on and I'll teach some course and I was going no way I'm I'm doing this myself <laughs> so I said you know just uh, completely uh, rebellious and um, and I, I I learned basically from from that album you know I just would play it constantly and trying to figure out okay well what how do I make a chord how do I and just that, that's how that's how it, it started to the first Van Halen album yeah wow yeah. <laughs> So I mean, I figured I figured out some some chords and um, and uh, and and you know, it took a while. <laughs> and how to tap? And <laughs> and and you know, back then I was I was um, I think I bought this really cheap um, distortion pedal and I plugged the guitar into the distortion pedal and from there I got this makeshift cable that I plugged into my sort of get a blaster stereo and that was my first amp mm -hmm. <laughs> so that, and that's what i used um and um as I, as I started to get um better and understand you know how, how it all came together i saved up and bought an amp and stuff like that and my, my first group was with my brother actually um he was the singer i was the guitar player played a little bit of keyboards and we had a bass player and a drummer and um and we even went in the local Battle of the Bands competition back in Limerick. Um, we didn't win, <laughs> uh, but we got a good reaction. Yeah, great. So, uh, about that Rush cover band, how how did you get? Yeah, okay. Um, so, <laughs> fast forward to when would it have been? I reckon about ninety four. So by now, I'm I'm living in the UK, um, and we my parents um, were running. Uh, pubs back then uh, and this particular pub was there was a, a jam session that used to be on every Tuesday night 
So me and a couple of other guys, we were the sort of core group. Um, so we, you know, we'd get up and play a couple of songs to warm up and other bands would come down and you go, here you go, you go and play and then I'll, you know, I'll be by the bar for the rest of the night. <laughs> um, so we, we were the sort of core band for the, for the jam session. Um, and then one night this, uh, this kid came down, um, drummer, uh, and got up and we, we played on something and he was just outstanding. I was like, whoa, you're amazing. So I got chatting to him afterwards and he was the, a guy called Steve Hughes. Um, he played with Big Big Train um, for a period of time and the Enid, so Robert John Godfrey and the, and the Enid. Mm-hmm. So he had some real pedigree in what, what, um, what he was doing. Um, and he was just amazing. And he, you know, we, we became fast friends and uh, he, he came around and he was introducing me to all of this music that I'd just not heard of. Uh, and in with all of that was, was Rush. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I just loved, I loved the band. As soon as I heard it, I just thought, wow, this is amazing. And he said, oh, the best thing is there's only three of them. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, where's all the cool coming from? How is yeah. that, you know? How yeah. you um, and then, you know, we, I, I got to know more and more of the albums and, uh, and we, I don't know how it came up, but we, we said, hey, look, maybe we should go out and just play some of their, some of their music and we got a, a bass player in who could uh, play keyboards as well and uh, before we knew it it was it was more than just playing a few of their songs and something else whereas we were like it was the whole set uh, and then we you know people picked up on us and there was interest and we were out playing quite regularly so yeah that's how that happened that was my first little foray into into prog um and strangely enough when that sort of came to an end um the guy who was playing bass in the band um, said, ah, oh, I know these two guys who play with a group called Grey Lady Down. Mm-hmm. Um, and the band have just split up. Um, and th- they're looking to put a new new group together. So um, that was Mark Westworth and, and Sean Spear. And I met up with, with the, the two guys and we put the, the core together of what would become Darwin's Radio. And uh, just started writing music um what to be to be honest i mean mark was the principal uh songwriter so he would come in with, a, with, with all of this stuff and weird time signatures and i thought this is fantastic i love this <laughs> um and, and it was really for me it was just to, to to put some guitar parts to it come up with some melody ideas um and uh, that's how that that group came to be and we eventually got a got a drummer in david pancras to come come on board and um you know the uh that the first album we recorded down at the Enid studio because they're from Northampton where, where I live in, in the UK and they have a studio there so we went down and um, Robert John Godfrey and, and Max Reed helped us with the with the recording we recorded the first time it's ready to done that back before the interview segment we heard the opening track erase rewind from the first Darwin's radio album eyes of the world released in 2006 Let's hear one more from that album before taking a short break and moving on. This is Lapse of Sensation.
Once again, that was Lapse of Sensation from the first Darwin's radio album, Eyes of the World. After this short break, we'll get into some more of my interview with Deck Burke and hear more music from Frost, Audioplastic, and his solo career. Stay tuned. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through October 15th, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through October 15th, only at BJ's. We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Real customers compensated. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of DIC. Now let's listen to a little more of my chat with Deck Burke, in which he will talk about his involvement with Frost. Then we'll move on and listen to some of that Frost music. So uh, how about that? How about the name Darwin's Radio? Huh? That was a novel, wasn't it? A sci-fi novel? Who was into that? Uh, so that was Mark again. Yeah, it's a, it's a book by Greg Bear. Uh, and Mark was reading the book at the time, and then we were trying to think of names, and we had just, just ridiculous, stupid stuff that there's no way you would ever use that and mark said hey how about Darwin's radio and we always like yeah do you know what that's really that's really good so yeah uh it's mark's fault <laughs> okay um so after that you uh ended up becoming involved with frost correct yes yeah um it was actually during was it during the recording of the second album Tem- template for a generation um no no hang on yeah it was 2006 size of the world came out and i i recall at the same time the first frost album came out million town um and at the time mark and i were trying to because we were an unknown band and we were just on all of the forums and stuff and talking to people and going hey we dance radio we got a new album out and you know check it out and hopefully people will like it um and mark said to me oh you there was a really nice comment from a guy called Jim Godfrey on one of the forums about, about you singing. He, he really liked it. I said, oh, that's cool. So I was making contact with everybody that would, would talk back to us on it. And I dropped him a note. I said, hey, thanks very much about your comments. I really, really appreciate it. And Mark um, apparently had done some digging and he knew who he was. And I, I had n- I'd never, never heard of him. Um, and suddenly I realized, oh, wow, so like he's, you know, in the music biz and, you know, he's uh, he's a producer and all of this stuff. And I was like, wow, I was just talking to him on on an email chat the other day. And, um, and we just every now and again would we'd, we'd contact about something or tell a funny joke or something by way of that. And it was the end of 2006 when Frost were actually going to um, hang it up, you know, the, the I think Jen was calling quits on, on on the band at the end of 2006. And they were supporting the Flower Kings um, at the Scala in London. And I thought, well, I've got to see these guys before they break up. You know, 
no, because I'd heard Million Town and I thought it was outstanding. So um, went went down there with my wife and uh, we we um, we saw Frost and strangely enough, when they finished, they came out into the foyer bit where the where the bar was while the Flower Kings were getting ready to come on to do their set. And uh, I thought, oh, th- there's Gem. I'm just going to go over and, and say hi. Um, so I went over to the bar and said, hey, Gem, it's uh, Deck from Darwin's Radio. I said, hey, how are you doing? Um, and he said, have you got a couple of minutes? I went, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, he said, well, I'm doing this project called Dear Dead Days. Would you be interested in, in, in doing some, some bits and pieces on it? And I was like, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, that, that would be a great opportunity. And it was the days of MySpace, as I recall, and gradually it was like uh, Jem Godfrey and Deck Burke. And then a couple of days went by and it was Andy Edwards on drums. And then the next day it was John Jowett on bass. And I was like, this is fast becoming Frost, but with me attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, what it was, it was, it was Frost again. So the, the project that was going to be did at days d- didn't happen, but it became a song off, off the next album. Um, and that and that's how that came to be. Um, and then he started uh, writing all these songs, and the demos were coming across, and uh, and it was just fantastic music again. And um, and went went down to his studio down in um, Sussex, I think it was, um, and and done the recording down in his studio there. We we blocked out a week for for the recording and if I remember right we did all of the vocals and all of the acoustic I played all of the acoustic parts on, on well I think maybe Jam, John maybe done some additional bits as well but I just certainly did some acoustic parts on there and the vocals and we done it in about two and a half days and then after that we said right let's just go down to the pub <laughs> so mm-hmm. went to the pub the uh, but it was fantastic it was it was just one of those experiences you know that I look back on and and, and I still laugh now it was just such a fun um fun time you know you just you're just constantly laughing uh and it was a great experience so yeah, so, it, yeah. It, it all happened really really fast okay yeah so you were on experiments and mass appeal and then the live album the philadelphia experiment you were on that one as well correct yes yeah yeah and then yeah. you left frost do you care to elaborate on that here's the question this is the question i mentioned that if you don't want to answer <laughs> oh no no Oh yeah, okay. I, I get this every every now and again, but it's um at the time. So it was this would have been two thousand and nine, and mm-hmm. we just shows with Dream Theater in the UK, and then uh, there wasn't anything on the on the horizon after after that those two gigs. Um, so Jem was mixing the Philadelphia Experiment, which was the live album, and then um, he contacted me and said, "Well, I'm going to put in um, a new." A studio song as well i call the dividing line um i need you to do some some vocals on that as well so he actually came up to to my house and we recorded my bits here um and he put that in and i don't from memory it's all a bit hazy now because it's quite a long long time ago uh, um the, the, there wasn't anything on the immediate um horizon for, for the for the band and at that point darwin's ready was no more and i was keen to keep keep busy so I was at that point writing my own stuff and I thought, do you know what? I, I just want to run up the flagpole and see if anybody likes it, if anyone salutes it. So I put all my efforts into doing doing an album. Um, mm-hmm. And I think on another level as well, 
the dynamic that Frost had <coughs> as the four-piece on the first album worked. And while it was great to, to be involved and, and in on that, the, the dynamic was definitely different. Um, and I, I think Jem was then maybe keen to go back to the format of a four-piece um, with himself and John doing doing the singing. So I think it was just the circumstances had aligned at the time whereby I wanted to kind of do my own thing. And I think he wanted to just stick with the four piece format. Um, and that's kind of, it kind of just uh, melted away. It, there was no like formal, I'm leaving the band and Dex's not with the band anymore or whatever. It was just like melted away. And it was, you know, and then I think it was the following year or maybe a bit longer and then the, the band Frost were back out playing live again. So that's kind of how it went down in my very, very, uh, my memory on that's a little bit hazy now. <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you ever still see those guys at all and run into them? I, 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 I saw, uh, John Mitchell at a gig, uh, would have been about 2017. I was doing, um, a festival, um, in the Midlands with my solo thing. And John was doing his lonely robot. And we met in the corridor for like 10 seconds and it was just, Hey, how you doing? And, uh, it, it just rush, rushing past while every, everything else is, is going on. So the backstage, um, I, I speak to Andy Edwards, um, a bit. Um, we were going to do some stuff together at, at some point, but his schedule is just nuts. And now he's busy doing rain, um, him and John Jowett. Um, and I, get the odd email from Jem every now and again, or I'll drop him an email just to see how he's doing. Um, but yeah, no, we, we're not really in, in contact um, per se. Okay. So uh, you mentioned about embarking on your solo career. So you had been kind of, I guess, uh, studying how it's done for a while, I guess. I mean, did you find it liberating then to go and, and uh, spread your own wings? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I did. Um, just just to see if I could do it, I think. And I probably leapt, you know, feet first and not really knowing what I was going to get into. And I think it probably took me a few albums before um, I started to get, the, get, get into the swing of things. And I think by the time Book of Secrets, I was feeling more confident in what I was doing. And with the album, there's just been... A life in two dimensions um i'm in a real sort of rhythm now um along the way you know you, you learn the craft of what it is to to put an album together in, in I'm, I'm using logic so you know how to how to use that how to get used to you know sound and plugins and all of that stuff so it's um for me it was a a, a slower process to, to get to that stage but i'm now at a, at a point where i'm able to put everything together myself comfortably to the point where I can then take it to someone that's going to mix it and say, here's, here's in my mind, here's my vision of what, what I want it to sound like. Um, and that's, and, and that's great. So I'm, I'm actually in a, in a place now where I'm constantly writing just all, all of the time now because I'm able to realize what I'm hearing in my head. Whereas before perhaps I could hear it on my head, but couldn't necessarily get it out in the way that, I wanted to, but I think with the with the my latest album, 
pretty much how I imagined it. Um, it, it sounded, um, you know, Robin doing the mixing on it, he did an absolutely tremendous job of the mixing. And we work really closely on it, you know, back and forth with, well, I think it should be this. Oh, maybe we should change that. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel I'm in a, in a rhythm with it now, which is good. Now here's Wonderland by Frost with vocals and guitar by this week's guest, Deck Burke. Blue fire 
Once again, that was Wonderland by Frost, which comes from their 2008 studio release, Experiments in Mass Appeal. Stay with me through this short break to hear more great music as we check out some audio plastic and get into the solo career of Declan Burke. The vinyl may be gone. The album art may be a JPEG. Radio lives on forever. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through October 15th, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through October 15th, only at BJ's. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. More music, more music, more music, more music. As we heard in the last interview segment, following his involvement with Frost, Deck embarked on a solo career. In 2010, he released his solo debut, Destroy All Monsters, and the following year he came back with another album, Paradigms and Storylines. From those two albums, let's check out a couple of tracks, Destroy All Monsters and March of the Androids. Real 
What we just heard was March of the Androids by Deck Burke from his 2011 album Paradigms and Storylines. Before that, it was Destroy All Monsters, title track of his solo debut in 2010. I'm going to finish this week's program with another solo song from Paradigms, and one from a subsequent project, Audioplastic, which Deck will talk about in Part 2. Anyway, here's A Price for Life, which will be followed by It Matters So Much.
Again, that was A Price for Life by Deck Burke from his 2011 solo album Paradigms and Storylines. Immediately following, we heard It Matters So Much by Audioplastic, another band in which Deck was involved. That track comes from the one and only Audioplastic album In the Head of a Maniac, released in 2015. So I hope you enjoyed part one of my feature on Deck Burke, and I hope you will join me next week for part two. At that time, we'll hear more Frost, more Audioplastic, stuff from another band Deck was involved with called Dilemma, and more of his solo stuff, including a few from his latest and perhaps best solo album, Life in Two Dimensions. We'll also hear more chat, of course, which will include a little bit of exciting news, as Yoda would say, hmm, miss it not. Before I sign off, I'll ask you to please remember to check out progwatch.com, P-R-O-G-W-A-T-C-H-L, one word, dot com, where you can find all sorts of cool stuff, like links to featured artists' web pages, links to Rob Fisher's reviews on Progressive Discoveries Weeks, as well as all my social media links, my email, and ways to subscribe to the show. You can also listen to any episode I've ever done right there. Search for any artist I've ever featured and find a link to my Patreon page if you would like to support the show. So until next time, be well, support the artists, and prog on, my friends. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through October 15th, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through October 15th, only at BJ's. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.